We're live, so... Um, Good morning, world. Yeah. Good morning. Oh, uh, yeah, good morning, reinventing. Um, so this morning we've got Amber and uh, looks like Spirit is joining us. That's great. Nice. Um, mm, yeah, we're just getting we're just getting warmed up today. We're getting uh, you know ready to start the week, right? Um, I uh, I had a really busy week. It was uh, it was great. You know, it was really productive. I was able to you know get a lot of work done, and um, uh, you know, it's keep talking about it. It's like always want to dedicate more time to you know to practicing my drawing and to get better at it. Um, so yeah, definitely. <laughs> I always I always feel like there's more that could be done. Oh yeah. But you know, it's uh, but don't feel too bad about it, right? You know, you gotta, you know, like it's good to be critical and then you know get get back into it. That's uh, that's what that's what these shows really do for me. It kind of helps me, you know, like get the week started. You know, start thinking about like mm, all the all the different things I want to you know try to put into practice throughout the week. All yeah, the, this all is definitely a very motivational class to have on a Monday morning. Good. No, it's it is for me, and and you know, and I'm I'm always glad to share with others, and to you know, just to have this, uh, just to have this little community. I think is, um, I think we're really we're really fortunate. So, Spirit, how you doing this morning? Well, it's uh, it's good to have you. I'm so glad you could make it. Oh right, um, so. Uh, I'm gonna do the announcements, and uh, I will. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that bit right now. So uh, you know. So again, uh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are all invited to join in these live stream and real world events. Uh, we beam out um, nearly every single day, and with your help, uh, we become an amazing network of quality live and on-demand uh, tattoo and art shows. Um, our goal is to inspire and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. So, uh, oh, let's see, you can, uh, I think we can, I can share my screen. Let's share it. Cool. So many, so many tabs open. I don't know if that's in your way or not, my screen sharing thing. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, this is reinventingthetattoo.com. You can learn more about uh, the various offerings for Reinventing the Tattoo at this site, reinventingthetattoo.com. Um, so if you're, uh, you know, if you're interested in, in you know, joining the, joining the courses, uh, there's also an app, Reinventing the Tattoo app. It's available um, at the at the App Store, the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store. Um, so we also have a YouTube channel and a Roku uh, channel, as well as a Facebook page. Uh, you can also catch us on all the major podcast directories, such as Apple, Spotify, 
and uh, and right. So uh, we have a number of weekly staple shows. I'll go down here to the events, right? Um, you could learn more about those here on reinventedthetattoo.com. If you come down here to the event schedule, you can actually zoom in and participate in these weekly shows. Um, so we'll go through uh, we'll go through the schedule with you quickly. Uh, on Sundays at 1 p.m., we have the Skill Building Sundays Drawing Group hosted by Jason Leeser. On Mondays at 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern, we have Drawing for Tattooers. That's this show. You've made it. That's uh, followed at 11 a.m. on Mondays with the Tattoo Weekly. And at 5 p.m. Mondays, we have uh, Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple. At 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, we have the uh, Reinventing the Tattoo Subscribers Exclusive Drawing Groups. So um, if you're interested in joining that, uh, you can learn more at reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, on uh, Wednesdays at 1 p.m., we have the Tattoo Now show. And at 6 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays, we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast. So, um, again, just a fantastic lineup of, uh, of really, of really uh, interesting shows. And so you're all encouraged to uh, tune in or to check out the replays on YouTube, as well as, uh, you know, join in, right? Participate. It's always a good time. So, uh, oh, <laughs> why don't we uh, take a moment to thank our sponsors, um, uh, Tattoo Now. Tattoo Now is the uh, latest and greatest in uh, professional management, customer management software. Um, so you can learn more about the services offered at Tattoo Now by visiting TattooNow.com. Ask for Gabe. Uh, he will hook you up. You can also, uh, you know, you can use this site as a, as a portfolio, um, you know, hub, right? You can like, you can, you can keep all of your really high resolution images here. Um, and then of course there's all kinds of really great, uh, software that, that Gabe has available uh, to help you take your communication to the next level. Uh, so that's TattooNow.com. And of course, we'd like to thank Guy Atchison for being the founder and inspiration behind Reinventing the Tattoo. Uh, it was a book, and now it's a website and a community. So um, you can learn more about Guy Atchison at GuyAtchison.com, where you can find original artwork, prints, as well as uh, coil, custom coil machines. Um, and of course, his gallery uh, of amazing tattoos um, that can all be found at guyatchison.com. Um, and so uh, with that, I think we're ready to start the show. Hey, good morning, gang. Thanks for coming. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, James. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Medusa. Hey. Morning. Thought I was up early. Well, thanks everybody for getting up early. It's always uh, it's a pleasure to see you all. Um, so, how's things? Tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
6 a.m. Tired. I've been uh, just working incredibly hard lately. Um, I mean, it's a good tired, but it's uh, it's a, it's a bit of a marathon, you know. Um, but uh, I'm doing great. It's good to see you guys. I've been really excited about uh, catching the shows. I've been out. I was on vacation last uh, weekend, so I didn't get a chance to uh, join the uh, the stream. But no, nah, it's been it's been great. I've been having a great time. Awesome. No, that's, you know, it's always, um, I, I'm glad you, I'm jealous, you know, you got to go on vacation. I want to go on vacation too. So good uh-huh. for you. Yeah. And, um, I was glad you're glad you're back. That's, it's awesome. Um, Steven, how's things with you? Uh, pretty well. Uh, just hanging out in the morning uh, with you guys and, uh, going to tattoo today. And then I got art class tonight, and my son does Cub Scouts, so I got that today as well. Regular Monday. Busy. Busy. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to do it, I think. Mm -hmm. That's right. Somebody got to do it. (laughs) I guess. Um, Right. No, I think there's a. There is something um, that I think is really, it's, again, it can be very exhausting, but it's, there's a, you know, it's rewarding and uh, fulfilling, you know what I mean? To have all that stuff, you know, to do it all. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, even the unappreciated things, you know, they are still, uh, they can become enjoyment, a source of enjoyment, and they can also become really important as well. So. What about you, James? Nobody asked you. What about you? Yeah. yeah. What's the, what you How are you doing? Yeah, I've been I've been fantastically well, and so um, uh, did a lot of tattoos last week. It was a lot of fun, a lot of walk-ins and things, some appointments. Um, yeah, today I've I've got the I've got the class right now. We're doing this. Um, uh, on Mondays, I also. Uh, I'd like to meet with a uh, with another group of friends, and uh, we talk about philosophy and stuff. So that's a fun Monday thing I do. And then oh, uh, nice. Monday nights do uh, we do the um, drawing group. So that's uh, my Mondays are are they're not a day off. They're but they are a day that I get to really focus on you know a lot of like uh, personal interests and stuff. So so Mondays are. Um, uh, Mondays are like they're a blast, right? I always look forward to Mondays these days. So, um, so yeah, no, it's uh, 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 it's just a uh, again, it's a marathon. Like I want a second one spirit said, it's a bit of a marathon, um, never ending, but also very good. Um, so, Medusa, how are you this morning? Um. Yeah. Great. Good. I woke up. Um, <laughs> so that was an accomplishment. And now I'm drinking tea and being spotlighted. That's uncomfortable. Are you? <laughs> uh, I'm not awake enough to uh, be an attention whore yet. <laughs> 
Sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. What's going hey. on? Yeah, I got back from vacation as well. And that was fun. But then I got sick from traveling because I did a bunch of traveling back to back. Where did you go? I went to Texas for a heavy metal festival called Hell's Heroes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I go every year. It was very fun. I could not afford it at all. Tried to cancel the trip. None of my tickets were refundable. So I was like, fuck, now I got to go have fun. Mm. I guess. Oh, darn. Yeah. But, uh, oh, no. And I go hang out with my friends and have fun for this trip that I already planned that I can't cancel. But uh, uh, no, I didn't. Joel needs that. Yeah, Yeah, I did have a lot of fun and it was really, really rejuvenating. And in the end, I really needed it because I have been traveling a lot lately, but all of my traveling and everything has been like work related. And um, it was nice to actually go somewhere and not be thinking about work or uh, focused on like my career goals to actually just have my own personal life for a second so that was but of course while you were there that's all you were thinking about was your career goals and your oh my god called out yeah no there are so many times where it was just like i'm having so much fun with my friends i haven't seen these people in so long blah 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 Oh man, when I get back to work, so I got to do this, and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, but uh, um, and yes, I did get uh, a little swept up typing away on my uh little side effort tattoo projects uh poolside while on vacation because I don't drink. So that usually means I'm the only one in the morning that's alive after a heavy metal concert. Uh, so I did end up actually working by the poolside, which was fun. Cool. But yeah. I drink occasionally, but I've discovered the secret to no hangover. Not drinking? Besides yeah. not drinking. <laughs> Have you ever heard of liquid IV? <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's a product that you put in your water. It's called liquid IV. I pregame with 16 ounces of that. And then I do my drinking. And before I go to bed, I eat like a greasy cheeseburger or, uh, you know, like a breakfast sandwich, have another half of liquid IV and then drink the rest in the morning. And I am fine. Mm. And I am 46 years old now. I can't be partying like I was 20 without taking some precautions. And I definitely can't do it as often as I used to. That's a young man's game. Well, with experience comes, uh, you know, wisdom. So I think there's um, it's probably it's probably good to know yourself, right? You know, know how you like, you know. 
Uh, when he said, with experience comes wisdom, I uh, really wanted to jump in and say, starring James Wisdom. Right? <laughs> and over-identify, you know what I mean? With, uh, <laughs> with your persona. It's, sort of, it's, it's all, uh, you know, they're all just masks that we wear. Anyway, so I, um, I'm, I'm so glad that, uh, that you all could come today. I, uh, I was thinking of some, you know, some fun drawing exercises that we can, uh, you know, warm up with. And, um, you know, that was it. No, like, I didn't want to do like, uh, you know, too much technical stuff, uh, bore everybody to death. Um, but I did want to sort of build on some stuff that we talked about last week. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so what I'd like, you know, what I'd like to do is just sort of, uh, maybe we'll just do some, some quick sketches. And then uh, again, um, there was a few exercises that I think are uh, things that I like to do, and um, that I, you know, that I've that I've taught for years, and I I I feel like they I feel like they they can be there for you in a pinch, right? Especially like if you're, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, what what's that? Anybody? No. I just cleared my throat. Oh, okay, sorry. Um. Anyway, so let me. Uh, Let's see if I can uh, share my screen with you all. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, so, um, right. Just going to warm up with a few ellipses this morning. I think uh, that's, again, I think that's really something that can be very useful. Um, and, uh, you know, as far as, uh, as far as just, uh, you know, the motion, um, I think there's, uh, you know, there's really something that can be nice about, so, you know, using, using the shoulder, that's very thin, <laughs> using your shoulder, sort of drawing with your arm, as it were. But again, I, you know, I always, <laughs> awesome. Um, but again, I think there's always, uh, you know, like, so even when, even when I'm, you know, sort of filling in with a, you know, like a really small mag or something like that, or a round needle, I'm, you know, I am, I'm kind of, you know, we always say like, uh, I was always taught like, oh, do these small circles, you know, when you're sort of packing in color, but they're really kind of ellipses, really, you know, that's what they Yeah, they're for. more football shaped than they are round. Right, right. Um, so anyway, um, you know, just sort of, you know, there could be this, uh, there could be this sort of thing that, you know, we're always kind of doing it, uh, you know, if you're, if you were a tattooer, you might always sort of be you know, doing this overlapping elliptical sort of movement anyway. Um, and so, right, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, there's all kinds of benefits and just sort of thinking about like how, you know, there's a muscle memory that you're going to develop, you know, of course, by doing this. But I think being conscious of it, you know, developing an awareness of how you approach it, um, even if it's something that, like, again, it's something that you do all the, all the time and you don't think about it, it's sort of second nature. That's a part of what you can do when you're like, thinking about an exercise. It's like, you know, uh, stop, deconstruct it a bit, think about how it goes. And then maybe there's something that you can, uh, maybe there's something that you can get from it. Again, I think, you know, something that, that Guy Etchison talks about in his books, um, 
would be uh, <laughs> this this idea of you know of a line and how you can you know how you can build it you know so there there may be this line that you know that you do you do a pass right of a you do a pass right and you've got this edge <laughs> let's pretend I let's pretend this looks uh, this looks the way I wanted it to let's, let's hypothetically let's hypothetically imagine that okay so anyway so and then I may you know zoom in a little bit then I may sort of do these elliptical circular overlapping motions right first one was just a was just a pass right it gave me this it gave me this edge slightly cleaner edge let's say right then you know as I'm going through you know I'm doing this you know I'm maybe doing this motion where I'm you know sort of building it up I'm building this line and I'm also thinking about how I'm making them right it's like you know it's not it's not it's not purely at the wrist right there's a little bit of flexion there but I'm also thinking about you know moving from the shoulder moving from from the pec right um the chest so anyway just um I build it up, I build it up, whatever. Maybe maybe it's somewhat of a, um, you know, of a line that's like there's a bit of a, a tapering to it, right? It's sculpted in some way, thicker in one place or another, right? And then I, then again, there's a, then this sort of flicking, this flicking motion, you know, just sort of where I can clean up the edge. And you can do that to both sorts of edges. But again, this is, you know, like we may, you may do this in your tattoos, you know, you may do one pass thing. You know, a lot of old school people, they just sort of do one pass and that's, that's what they do. It looks the way it looks. And I think that's, uh, you know, there can be something really beautiful about that. Um, but if you really want to start to develop the way that you make your lines and edges, control the edges, uh, you know, think about how you're doing it, right? It's- I So think, you're um, kind of scumbling in the center and then sharpening up the edges. Yes. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really great, you know, sort of analogy. Um, something that I always liked as a, um, you know, just as a thought experiment is, you know, this idea if you, you know, if I, if I draw this, and then I draw this, right? Oh, well, how many lines did I just draw, right? Anybody? What? How many, like, so, all right. So it depends, you either draw, I'll draw this, either... I'll draw that. So how many lines did I just draw? Two. Three. I like to think of it as three, yeah. Why? Because Two black lines and a white line. Right. So there's 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 this outside edge, right? There's this outside edge, and then there's the center, right? That was created, is generated from this, uh, you know, from what it is not, right? So I like that, you know. I like you could say, you know, so one uh, one plus one equals three. I like that. So it's like, <laughs> hmm. um, That's but. True. But there's, you know, what, what ends up happening, right? What we have generated, of course, is all of these edges, right? There's an edge to, there's an edge to the shape of, of this line here, 
right? And then of course the same on this other side, there's another edge. And then there's, there's an edge to the outside, you know, to the inside of this line and the edge to this line. And then of course an edge to the, you know, two edges to this negative shape, right? Um, and so, uh, you know, you're always sort of generating these edges and you're always sort of thinking about these lines that you're creating. And um, anyway, like just sort of figuring out like how you can aestheticize or how you can uh, come up with a sort of, you know, line that you like, um, I think can be, uh, it can be really powerful for you. And you know, how to, you know, how to achieve it again is, you know, it takes a bit of practice and a bit of thought and it would also be sort of contingent on whatever the media was that you're using. Like if you're using a paintbrush and you would like to create these sorts of, you know, like very sharp lines, there might be certain techniques that you would employ in order to do that. If we're tattooing, there may be certain, you know, certain needle grips that we would use that would help. You're using your tablet and your iPad, your eye pencil or whatever. Um, again, different set of uh you know like tools that you'll use but again like there there may this be this sort of common goal that you're going for and so uh just sort of thinking about like how you do these things again there may be sort of second nature but a really interesting you know i think thing to practice might be considering like if you were going to teach it to somebody you know to a how would you how would you approach it if you were going to teach it to uh you know to a younger person how would you teach it if you were gonna you know like if you were gonna approach a group of experts say like we're doing here it's you know it's there's all kinds of different you know um considerations you might make but you're really digging in and you're investigating and you're learning and uh about what it is that you're doing and you're developing understanding so um Anyway, I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna practice just a just do a few more ellipses to sort of get warmed up a little bit more. And again, um, I was thinking about it. You know, uh, sometimes uh, sometimes it's sort of like uh, they may not turn out perfectly, <laughs> but again, I think it's uh, um, it's it's not that pra I don't believe that practice really makes perfect. You know, like. But again, it's you know it could it can it can build familiarity, right? And that can help be uh, help you be more critical. So, so I'll just start to start to do a few. Um, one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Um, this sort of reminds me of like karaoke, you know, <laughs> karaoke. It's, uh, it's always a lot of fun. It's, it's rarely very, you know, good. But <laughs> I don't know where was I at. Like, uh, mm -hmm. let's see. Has anybody ever had the experience of uh, 
um, working at a new tattoo shop where everybody or or where most of the work that comes in is how to put this right. There's just a like, it seems to be a lot of more artistic pressure at this shop than what I'm used to. Where I was like the, the big man on the totem pole at the, at the previous shop. Now I'm more the middle man on the totem pole. And uh, just have a lot, of, I feel like there's a lot of pressure. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I realized that kind of makes makes a diamond is not so much the pressure that's put on it, but the pressure that it puts back on the force that's pushing down on it. That's what makes the diamond. That's yeah, beautiful. that makes sense. Um, so I while would say I'm, I'm probably sitting... pressure on you because they see potential in you to get even better. Yeah. Yes, Amber. Yes. I think that that's, yeah, I think that's accurate, you know, and I feel as though what's weird is like, you know, the more I draw, the more I go to these classes, my eyes, it, it seems, it seems easier to train your eye so much easier to train your eyes than it is to train your hands. Yeah. You know, like, um, Oh yeah, I've been taking a guy in class, the um the tattoo class. Oh my god, there is so much eye candy in those classes. Wait, you started the Monday night classes? I haven't started the Monday night class. I'm just going through the canon right now. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. This is the canon, just the just the little videos where they, you know what I mean, like where they critique other tattoo artists. I mean, it's just, oh God. It's like so overwhelming amount of information. Yeah, yeah, you know. And all at and, your fingertips. Uh, it's all at your fingertips. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think it's dope. Um, but yeah, I'm just you know I'm just kind of going through a little bit of a midnight midlife awakening. Whereas I see my potential, I want to just be so much better than I currently you know, am, and I want to hurry up and get there. And, I'm and it's frustrating that you're not there yet. It's frustrating. It's frustrating, yeah. I'm is. at the it same is. spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is definitely frustrating. But I'm going to keep on keeping on, I'll tell you that. I think it's really cool that you can go from feeling like you're at the top of your game and then realizing that there is still a lot more to learn and there's a lot more learning to be done and all of that. It's really humbling experience and it just, it amplifies where you can take your art like so much. Uh, yeah. So that's just, I think it's cool that you're like in that position because it's going to open. I mean, like it's frustrating, but it's going to open up so many more new pathways artistically. So that's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Getting those Monday night classes, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. You sign up for the next, uh, the next round, the next opening um, because it's basically the canon, but it's a um, 
but with like 20 other people that can discuss it with you um and so so you get to grow together so you get to ask questions and have them be answered get different people's perspective um because there's so much you can learn from like the canon and the reinventing book alone but when you have like a surrounding environment of other people that are also reading it to bounce ideas off of to critique each other to like form that community and uplift each other and grow together with it's like a thousand times better mm, okay uh, yeah i can hear and there's something really nice about uh having the you know the that that well, you're talking about that pressure right you have that pressure artistically to do the project and so you you uh you know you you make the time to do it um because you know you're gonna show it you know you know that you're gonna like get some feedback on it so you wanna mm -hmm. you always want to do better than you did the last time you know mm -hmm. there's all different levels in there so you know it's like and uh you know like um you're yeah, that's, that's exciting too, where you're just not just overwhelmed by all, all these just amazing Renaissance artists. You know what I mean? Where it's, you know, you can grow and be around other people. And yeah, that's, that's exciting. You know what I like to do though, is I really like to, to look, you know, to, to always go back and look at old artwork, especially the stuff that, you know, that I, you know, I've, I've looked at my whole life, you know, Renaissance art, mm -hmm. for example. And like, of course, there's an appreciation I always have, and I respect it. But it's like, you know, uh, there are certain you see things differently. I think with the, you know, over time, you know, with experience, you you end up sort of seeing, you know, there there are new things you'll appreciate, and there's other things where you'll mm -hmm. say like, oh, <laughs> you missed it. Michelangelo <laughs> missed that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, have you ever seen one of? you know, Michelangelo's female figures, right? They're always like, it's like a, like a, like a male body with, with breasts on it, you know, because oh, yeah. he didn't really, you know, he didn't really like, it seems as if he didn't really care to, to like, you know, to observe a, you know, you know, a female body, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's just what he really liked. That's cool. But it's, you know, you get to see all these idiosyncratic things about like, you know, the works of art. And it's kind of like, you know, what is a style? It's probably like the, you know, the mistakes that you make, you know, consistently is what people end up calling your style. <laughs> so I don't know. There's all kinds of, there's all kinds of things that, you know, you can go back through and you can like re-examine. And, um, and I think that's, what's nice about the replays too. You can also, you can always go back and look at like, you know, the, the Monday night classes and, and see the history of it. And there's all kinds of new things that you can learn, but I, but I don't think, you know, that, you know, we should be comparing ourselves too much to somebody else. It's the best thing is of course, like to compare yourself to yourself and, and like, you know, try to try to always improve your own, you know, what it is that you do. And that's probably how you're going to make the, the biggest, you know, uh, value proposition, if you will. <laughs> so um so i'm just sort of i'm practicing these straight lines this is a uh again it's sort of something that i think is you know 
used to used to have my students do this connect the dots exercise. Keep missing. I think it can be, you know, I think it can be really, you know, uh, useful in like maybe maybe pick your arm up off the paper, right? Like I know, like you know, when I'm tattooing and stuff like that, I'm like I've got. You know, there's sometimes, you know, when I'm stretching, I'll use my stretching hand to brace my other hand, and it's like, you know, like, try my best to make it, like, as balanced as I can. Missed. Missed it. <laughs> yeah, it's so much harder to pull a crisp line when you lift your hand up. I know. That's the point. Yeah, we want to make it. Difficult. Like Medusa says, I keep missing the other dot. Yeah. I think make it different. <laughs> um, you, can, you can practice all kinds of ways, and there's all Thank God for stencils. Yeah. Right. Do the dots last, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I just like how that last line, you're <laughs> like, I'm gonna, the dot's going to be wherever I end my line. <laughs> I see what yeah. you did there. Mm -hmm. See, I, see what I did there, right? So it, um, but anyway, you know, again, practice that. It's um, it's nice, I think, as well, if you can also sort of do, uh, you know, you can sort of go for like a, practice the parallel lines, right? You wanna make lines as parallel as possible. Um, or, right, and I think this is also very, uh, very important, just something to, again, like, just to practice it. It's something you can easily do with a, with a triangle, but try to, you know, try to do a, shoot for some kind of a perpendicular line. So you draw one. Okay. <laughs> now, <with that. laughs> and then, um, you know, try to, try to see if you, you may have to sort of position the body so you can see it. Whoops. <laughs> uh, but perpendicular if you can, right? Like at a right angle. Get that right angle going. And so, you know, try to find this thing. Maybe think about 45 degrees and then square. It's, it's, I think you know when it's off, certainly. <laughs> but as far as the, you know, like just practicing it, you, know, you can rough it in. You're sketching it, of course. That's, I think, of course, acceptable. You know what you're talking about. But the closer that you come to the composition that you hope to make, right, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, make a painting or, drawing and you're going to put it inside of a square, right? You want to do a thumbnail sketch. Nice. You know, you draw a square that's sort of roughly a square shape. And you can get that. You will get that sort of the feeling of what the composition is going to look like. So again, just sort of warming up and, you know, getting the, getting the eyes and the hands all connected. Right. So, uh, now I just want to draw a couple of, you know, 
He did some like really, uh, you know, did some lines, did some ellipses, did some uh, squares and shit. Uh, now I'll just, you know, sort of try to put some of it together, right? And um, draw parallel lines. Maybe look for symmetry, sort of trying to think about the symmetry. <laughs> Perpendicular. <laughs> um, it's uh, <laughs> so bad. But anyway, right. But yeah, that's the point, right? That's the point is to just to practice it. All right. And I think about like, oh, I'll capture that ellipse and do it. there <laughs> maybe uh maybe drawing less uh you know not quite as uh dark yeah. <laughs> maybe i can reduce the okay and maybe thicken up the line so i can go back and now that i've got a sketch uh this form as something that's three-dimensional cylinder shape. I'm sort of constructing it to uh, do something else. All right, so draw a couple of parallel lines. Let me try to keep them equidistant, looking for symmetry. That's nice. And then this one can go for another cube shape. So there's a bit of, you know, as the resemblance to perspective, isometric. So it's not really too worried about action points and stuff. But thinking about that. Thinking about volume. I always have a problem making my lines equidistant apart when I'm trying to draw a cube. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's. Uh, Again, as an exercise, there could be something valuable. You know what I mean? You, you might be able to find that there's uh, um, something that you something that you gain, you know, from just practicing it. You can always measure, right? There's something that you can always uh, you can always measure it out, but right. So there's a, a shape, a couple of shapes. Um, now, uh, something that we talked about last week was this idea of casting shadows, and so. Um, I like to think about like how would I imagine you know some shadows for these these objects? Uh, it's um, it's just uh, let's move them around a little bit so that way a little bit of space. All right, so there's one and uh, this one move it up move it just a little bit. Cool. Right. So if we think about this object and uh, we want to, you know, maybe imagine like what a, you know, what a shadow might be for this simple object. Let's imagine where the light is coming from. Right. And then so like an angle that, you know, would relate to where the light is positioned in terms of this object. All right. 
draw a simple shape just to sort of get that get that notion across. So come over here in the corner and I'll draw this key and I'll I'll make it in red so we can get the red so you can see it. So we'll think about we'll think about a little light source at this point, right? And it's so directly down a certain certain point we're thinking it it hits the ground, right? And then uh, let's say that related to the object that uh, that's too close. Um, let's think of uh, let's think of this angle. That angle. How about that? <laughs> and then here is a uh, here is an angle of the light, right? From let's say here. This is going to be bad. But right, we're just thinking about. It. So how does this work, right? Well, um, what I want to do is I want to say I capture this angle here. And I want to relate it right to all the edges of, let's say, this cube, for example. So um, I want to hit this corner with this angle. And the same thing, I want to use this lower angle here on the corner. Capture that. Where it intersects, same thing here. What? Let's let me let me uh, let me uh, let me try again. No, just, no, no, just to make no, let me let me try again, and this just to make it a little bit simpler because I, I think um, I don't want to I don't want to make this confusing. I'd like to make it simple. I wasn't confused. I was that was a wow. That was a wow factor. That's the uh, Let me just let me try let me try one more time. So yeah. uh, let's let's think of it like this. So all right, light source, and we'll just make we'll make it a simpler triangle. I think I was having a hard time with it too. Simple triangle. All right, so this angle and then this angle. It's almost like, you know, right, just sort of simpler sort of idea. Okay. So let's, let's instead, let's start from the bottom. All right, so I'm going to draw a line. It goes this way. So we're emulating this, this lower line here, right? And then the same, this angle here from the light source. Draw that next. Dot, 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 dot. Intersects, right? And then the same thing with this back one. Find this angle, right? Intersects. And the same thing with, I'll imagine where that point is roughly, like, let's, uh, it's there. Da, 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 and, okay. So now I've got these points, so that would be like the shape of the shadow of this, um, for this cube I've got here. That makes sense. Even that, even that third line? Uh, yeah, the back. Yeah, the uh, back third line. Yeah, yeah. It, it's related to um, would be related to. Let's we imagine that we could see, you know, the the back side, the back side of the this this corner here, mm -hmm. right of the cube. At some point, it's you know, it's it's a vertical piece, right? At some point, it touches the ground, and then from it, it you know becomes this edge of the shadow. So wow. you have that shape. Um, let's try it with this cylinder, right? So this cylinder. Um, so and I'll just stick with the green. So again, um, what I want to do uh, with this one is uh, I'm going to, I'm going to think about like this, in this case, like it's the short axis, but it's like, you know, because this is like a flat line, 
I'm going to think about where, where these lines might touch. Da, 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 da. <coughs> Bottom. So again, I'm going to cast a shadow line around the ground. And imagine that that's where the other side is coming from. Right? Same thing. I want to find this where this intersects, right? So find the angle and inter intersects with that, and uh, should be basically the same spot. And then, of course, you could do the same thing here with the middle. This would be the that would be that sort of you know that shape that your you know that your uh, cylinder the, the shadow that your cylinder might cast on the ground. That's crazy. That third line is really blowing it right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really fascinating. That's kind um, of giving it that third dimensional, like it's sitting inside of the shadow, as opposed to, oh, look at that. Let's, um, let's like imagine uh, a sphere. So zoom, I can draw a circle. <laughs> Der. Um, <laughs> there it is, look. <laughs> I cheated a little bit, but again, let's, um, <laughs> imagine the you know the sphere and so um for contrast so again we'll sort of think about this uh you know light source and angle um and so i'll imagine like that i'll imagine that there is a you know top point of the sphere and then there's a bottom point Right, like so one is on the top surface in this case and the one is like underneath it right where the where this where this you know sphere is actually sort of touching the ground if you will um <laughs> right try to try to reduce it okay so um if i were to draw this line sort of similar to the ones we were you know the baseline and then again this sort of this light source it hits you know this top point well, then that's going to, you know, give me roughly like this, at least the, at least the, you know, estimate of like an elliptical shadow that will work for this sphere. Right, because a sphere is going to, a sphere is going to cast a, an elliptical shadow. So it's sort of an elliptical shape. And then depending on the, you know, this, you know, this angle here, you know, if we, um, if we were to use slightly Different angle, longer, right? A different, another light source on it. And we might have this this other entirely you know, sort of elliptical shape. Oh. Give us another elliptical shadow by the, by the sphere. Whatever. Okay. Get rid of that. But um, so, for instance, we think about where the light's coming from. Um, you know, then we can start to imagine like the core shadow on this object, right, where the light is no longer hitting. It's going to hit. You know, uh, you know, like right there would be the highlight area. But down here, it's the sphere is, is you know starting to turn away from the light, 
And so we're not, it's another plane. Right? It's a different plane. So the uh, so it's not receiving any light. It's the, the light rays are moving, you know, at light rays are moving and they're hitting it directly. And so get rid of this extra arrow so I'm not confusing anything. So the light rays are, are striking this spherical object. It's the it hits the um, it hits the highlight perpendicularly, striking this highlight perpendicular, and so light is going in all directions, and so that's why it kind of produces that effect of the really bright highlight. Over here, at this edge of the sphere, right, the light rays are are uh, you know they're driving past, right? They're parallel to the plane. So it's not receiving any of the direct light. So it's in a deeper shadow. And the rate of the fall off of the light is, is very extreme. So of course, like right here, perpendicular, the highlight, it's 100% like, you know, reflecting the light over here on the edge. It is, uh, all you're receiving is uh, reflected light. That'd be the only sort of light that it would be. So you've got this sort of block in, and then um, you could, of course, uh, like you know, say that there's a, there's a darker shadow, core shadow, that, that again, you know, because the sphere is this rounded object, uh, you know, there's this fall off that happens. It's, it, it, you know, again, it's, it's very, it's very quick and extreme, but there's still a bit of a half tone. Uh, and then the reflected light, uh, anything, any kind of reflected light, it's never going to compete with the highlight. So you're always going to have, a, you're always going to have a bit of um, something that's a little bit, it's going to be, you know, say lighter than the core shadow, but it's going to be darker than the highlight. It's always going to be the, you know, the case with a, with a secondary light, like a reflected light. Highlight is always the strongest thing. Yeah. That's an important point, I feel like, when you're, you know, when you're going to add highlights to stuff. If the, if the highlights that you add are all the same all over the place, then it doesn't correspond <laughs> to the way we see things, uh, you know, in nature. If you can make one highlight, right, one light to be the, the strongest, um, it's going to have a, a better uh, readability. Um, so uh, you end up uh, you end up having something that like corresponds a little bit closer to what we maybe sort of see stuff. Um, if that makes sense. But anyways, uh, yeah, one one highlight to rule them all. So anyways, uh, and that's not in the right spot, but these are exercise. These are, you know, there's some concept here <laughs> thinking about concept. Um, so, uh, why don't we, um, just, that was, that was, uh, just something to think about, you know, let's do a few of these. I'm going to, you know, just going to do a few more. Um, cause again, it's, it's a challenge, right? And, um, so what I would encourage you to do is, to 
think about like a think about like a you know the light source that you want to make. Right? Again, just draw a vertical direction, and then you know think about an angle that you like. There's an angle from from the ground, and then there's an angle of the light source as well. That's always going to be this sort of shape of the shadow that you're going to make. Give it a give it a try. See what happens. So uh, again, we'll start with. Um, I'll go with like more of a rectilinear sort of prism and uh, try to make the angle a little bit different if I can. But um, And then it really is very busy in the sunlight, but I'll just I'll just change it. Right. And again, there's a that think about it, right? Where that next the one behind it would be. Make it parallel. That would be this imagined shadow shape object here. Imagine. Let me try it again. Um, so this time. Uh, again, maybe I'll try to draw a cylinder shape or something. So it seems to always have. How did you get? That? How did you get that angle with the rectangle? Are we just assuming that the light source is perpendicular with the rectangle standing? Let's call it a cereal box. Um. So. Uh... So again, maybe this maybe this will hand answer because I'm not I'm not sure if uh, I don't want to like just uh, I just want to I want to try to 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 answer what you're saying. So let's imagine that there's a stick, you know, in the ground. Or just a, you planted a stake in the ground anywhere you like. It's so. What I'm imagining is this model of the light. So again, I'll just sort of, I'll, I'll look at that angle, the lower, right? The, this lower part, what direction it's heading. And I'll model it here to this stake in the ground. It's roughly going that direction. And then again, then I wanna follow the angle here of the light source. So from the, the very top point here, I'm going to find the angle roughly 
intersects there, right? So that's, so what, what I'm, you know, so what I'm suggesting with this exercise, it helps us to imagine what the shadow would look like for a simple object. Mm -hmm. Now, if we take that same thought and we go to the, this domino shape, right? It's the same thing, you know, uh, we go to this, uh, we go to this edge right here, right? From the ground, we're sort of following the, the ground line. Right? And then we're also modeling this. Oh, where they intersect at. That's this edge. And then, the, then there, there's going to be an, a, the, this other corner of this domino shape. At some point, it's going to touch the ground, right? And then it's the same operation as this stick that we got here in the ground, right? So again, like mm -hmm. I did, I did another staked another one, and I used the same operation. We've got these, you know, we basically have these these two objects right and they're casting a shadow well in this case these two lines they start to form this plane right on our domino shape and so even though we can't see this we can't see where this edge here touches the ground we're going to assume we can know where it would be and then we repeat that you know casting that shadow where like predicting where it will be mm -hmm. and we connect them um, and again, so if it's, uh, uh, so if it's, a, if it's something that's, you know, that's very simple, like, you know, this stake in the ground, uh, that can be easy, like a sundial, right? Mm -hmm. like a sundial, yeah. you know, it's like, it tells you, you know, it indexes where the sun is in relationship to it. it sticks in the ground, and then there's a shadow that gets pointed, and then you know, like, Know what time of day it is i don't know how to read one of those i'm just saying <laughs> that's the concept <laughs> um so as the light source changes the shadow changes and so we're just we're just doing this most basic ground level kind of like there's a light source now like if you want to think about um you know again uh like a a sphere Yikes. and uh, then we do we do our same sort of operation right light source and then we think about like it's relating to the ground in some way and then there's an angle of our you know round line let's just say we just move it a little bit slightly and then there's an angle of our light okay so for this particular, you know, uh, spherical object, we could imagine, you know, that it's, there's a, uh, we want to lift it, elevate it off the ground, right? Well, so there's an angle of the light that's happening. It's going to strike it somewhere, we imagine. Right, we'll just make it easy, parallel. And then there we go. That could be the sort of, you know, that could be the kind of, uh, position of the shadow for this object that we could imagine. It's up off the ground. It's, you know, 
it's floating above something or other. And then again, you know, we can imagine this. And again, you know, if so if like, uh, you know, if, it, if this were, <laughs> if this were on the, uh, you know, the moon or something, or, you know, some sort of a, a satellite above, you know, a much uh, larger surface, then, you know, then we could imagine it casting this shadow. Right, that that sort of a thing. Right, it's casting a shadow on the on the surface of the, you know, of the globe or whatever. Um, it could be, uh, you know, could be a, about um, golf game of golf too. You know, <laughs> but I think you know at the at the end of the day, um, uh, nothing's going to be observing nature. Right, but looking at this stuff in nature, you know, and, and trying to capture it. You're gonna learn so much, mm -mm. Um, but we want to be able to create what's not there, right? We want to make we want to we want to have the power to make appear what doesn't exist, right? We want to be able to invent from our imaginations, and you know, to the degree we wish to have like uh, to have it be as convincing as we as we as we desire it to be. So that's where, like, we, you know, from learning from nature and then from, you know, practicing sort of, you know, some basic mechanics, you might be able to tap into your creativity. You might be able to express creatively what you wish. Um, and I think so many times, you know, I, I know me personally, I get hung up. I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to represent that. I don't know how to do it, you know, and it's kind of like, um, uh, it inhibits, right? It, it like holds you back. So again, you find a, you know, you have to problem solve, come up with some kind of creative solution. But um, you know, that's that's the beauty of it. That's the you know, that's the thing about it that makes it so you know, it probably keeps us coming back. Is that you know, it's, it is a struggle. It's never gonna be perfect. You can't get you know out of your imagination exactly you know what it is that you see um it's never going to be that mm -hmm. i guess that's why you know it's a part of why i really love it you know if you draw something for somebody and and they tell you like that's exactly what i had in mind <laughs> <laughs> i love that it's like there's no way right anyway, it doesn't it doesn't work like that but you know you can you can always like exceed someone's expectations and i think that those are you know that those are really you know moments that kind of make it worth it so anyway shadows and stuff right like <laughs> um i know it's action-packed but at the same time uh this is really this is really good stuff um because i think it is the, the cast shadows you know, or is one of the things that doesn't make give something weight. And, you know. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hope that it's um, so. Just that basic sort of exercise that I was showing. You think about a light source in the direction, 
then you can apply it to an object. You can apply it to simple objects. Try to stack up, you know, two boxes on top of each other, something like that. Um, so, I mean, imagine that you were like, uh, you know, you're going to draw a cityscape or something like that. You may wish to figure out, like, a little bit of the shadow. Um, if you want to design it, right? Or, you know, again, you may want to, you know, a, we're kind of talking about simple, you know, geometrical objects right now. Um, design a house or something like that, uh, you know, or a tree, something organ more organic shaped. It may cast a particular shadow. You may want to think about the where the sun is in the sky and like how you would how you would make that shadow work. Um, these can all be useful for your uh, creative expression. And so these are the, uh, I think these are some of the sort of simple exercises that you can sort of just do to warm up. Like as you're doing, as you're just getting warmed up for, you know, for the day, trying to do some sketching, um, practice some ellipses so you get the, your arm warmed up. So you, and mess them up because who gives a shit, you know? have fun and make a mess and it's you know you're you're gonna have to be tight all day so at the same time you know work out the work out the kinks um and who knows you might actually improve over time i you know i, I hope you do but again that's always about like what you did better than you did last time so practice your parallel lines so that way it's this thing where you're always like sort of forcing your your body and your mind to kind of like you know, try to achieve this thing that's like, it's, you know, again, it's like mechan through mechanical means we can get there, but like by hand, it's very challenging. Um, the dot, dot to dot, right? I think that's a, that can be a really good way to sort of practice your, you know, like your line making um, and your, you know, the control you have over your, over your mark making. Uh, and there's all sorts of ways that you can um, sort of think about shapes and shadows um, so again, it shouldn't be the only thing you do, right? But I think if you're, if you're only looking at nature, right? And you're only, you're only doing that, um, that's limiting too. It's good to stretch your imagination and try to invent stuff. See if you can come up with something that like, uh, you know, that convinces you, that convinces somebody else. That can be really, uh, I think it'd be really useful. So, um, well. That was it. That's today's show. A couple of exercises and a couple of things that I think are, um, you know, uh, again, just stuff that I've, um, I always found that like, uh, you know, when I was teaching drawing classes and stuff that, you know, we'd, we'd set off to draw and we'd, you know, try to do these really, really ambitious drawings and things. And it was like, there was some, there's some basic stuff that's like, you know, gets overlooked. I'm that way. I mean, I, you know, I'm not perfect or nothing like that, but I think too, it's like you, you go back and you think about these simple, simple ideas, simple concepts, and it helps you do the more complicated things, you know, better or helps you to, you know, again, realize the vision that you wish to realize, you know, um, more effectively. Right. So th that's just what I, that's what I found. I found that it can be helpful and uh, I found it helped my students and, um, and uh, it helps me personally. So, you know, and I know, I notice when I, when I consistently do practice these things that I, 
they are helpful. Um, and so um, thank you all for, for coming today and, you know, for, for drawing along. I hope you had a good time. And uh, always. Thank you. Um, let's do, uh, let's do our sign offs and then we'll, uh, we'll call it a day. Um, let's go Lord of the Flies style. <laughs> so whoever wants to go, you go and give us your sign off and then so on and so forth. I, I would guess. like to, I would <laughs> yeah. like to encourage everybody to uh, make bad art. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but just go ahead and do it, you know? Um, no, you have to make bad art to learn how to make good art. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's, you know, that I think it's almost impossible to make bad art, you know, just even if you think it's going to be crappy, just do it, you know? And when you look at it later, you can be like, God dang, that looks amazing. <laughs> you know, you always, you always do kind of find your old, just like James said, you kind of find your old art. You see the issues and stuff in it, but I all, I normally find when I, when I happen upon my old art, I'm like, wow, that, that's really good. Even though it was, even though I'm more advanced now, you know what I mean? I would always see my potential and the old pieces. So, uh, yeah, make bad art. Uh, so anyway, I uh, appreciate you guys for uh, being y'all. My name is Spirit. You can find me on Facebook uh, at Tattoos by Spirit, TikTok Tattoos by Spirit, and Instagram Tattoos by Spirit. Thank you, Spirit. You're welcome. Jason, and um, I want to go back to bed. So... Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on the internet if you look up Medusa Slays. Yeah, thank Thanks. you, Medusa. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Night. Morning. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
It was a great show today. There's all kinds of fun topics and stuff. Everybody brought some stuff to the table, and it really was, um, you know, um, a great way to start Monday morning. And so I hope that you all that are listening uh, enjoyed it too. Um, Please make sure to hit the like and subscribe. Uh, It helps the algorithm. That's right. That's what we need. We can use we can use all the help we can get. So <laughs> no, anyway. forget, let me like the live stream. Hell yeah. No, um, yeah, please do. And then um uh if you're coming to Hell City in May, uh we're doing the show um live from Hell City. So if you're gonna be there, love Sweet. to see you up by the reinventing table. We're gonna, you know, do some fun drawing stuff. And um, of course, Hell City—it's amazing. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta go. But um, anyway, uh, I'm James Wisdom. You can find me at Tattooing Wisdom on the internet, um, TattooingWisdom.com, and Tattooing Wisdom Instagram and Facebook. Um, so thank you, everybody, again for coming. Um, happy 